Hey everybody, Frank Finance here. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Today I want to talk a little bit about oil and gas prices. I do own several energy stocks and so I want to talk a little bit of reason why oil and gas prices are high. We've talked about this for the last year as to where I thought oil and gas was to make it to $100 a barrel. But now that it's become political and people are starting to fill in their pocketbooks, there's a lot of disingenuous as well as just some you know, ridiculous stuff going out there um, into in, into why gas prices are what they are today. So I want to talk a little bit about some of the stuff that people are just saying at face value versus why oil and gas prices are actually high. Now, the first reason and the biggest thing that people are pointing to as to why oil prices are where they're at is because of Russia and Ukraine conflict. Now, this, while it does put some strain on oil and gas companies with their supply, However, it's not necessarily the main reason why oil and gas prices are where they're at. Oil and gas prices were still on their way to over $100 a barrel without Russia and Ukraine conflict being even on the table. So why are people pointing to this? Well, there are some big demand on the European side. And, we'll, and, and you know, as you take supply away from one part of the world, it could have effects on other parts of the world. But as a grand scheme of things, it's not like this had a huge impact. You still have China and India import, you know, importing a ton of Russian oil. And from there, it could be making its way to Europe. Europe is still buying the Russian oil. So my point with all that being said is, um, or they were just a few weeks ago. So why did the oil prices to continue to rise? Well, the reason is, is because it wasn't as big of a reason why oil prices were rising as people made it out to be now the second reason is what we typically do in america is when something goes wrong we blame whoever is we believe is responsible right now we're trying to blame it on joe biden while there are policies he could enact that would make it more friendly and easier for oil and gas companies to um, do business the immediate impact has nothing really to do with joe biden um, at least from a production perspective and that's the biggest problem is that production is just not anywhere near where it needs to be. Now, from a gas leases and global warming, Green New Deal, all that stuff, those things are slow moving. And the gas leases, they started stopping that during Trump's uh, you know, problem. And that was during or before the pandemic. And so that really had little impact on gas prices as well. As you saw that gas prices were remaining low, well, relatively low while Trump was in presidency. Um, and you only really saw a dip throughout the pandemic, mainly due to a massive decrease in uh, demand. So, uh, again, politics, people just go ahead and blame whatever they want from a political perspective to try and win some sort of high ground. But that's not really what's driving higher oil prices. Now, my favorite and honestly, the funniest is that oil companies are just price gouging. And that is why oil prices are so high. So this to me is a little bit laughable in the sense that if oil companies wanted to increase their profits and have, you know, killer years, wouldn't they just do this every year? And wouldn't we, they have already figured out how to do this? They've been operating for the last 30, 40 years at a very high level, and they haven't figured out yet how to legally price gouge. Come on, guys. It's just intellectually dishonest. It's not what's happening. It has everything to do with production and uncertainty for the future, as we'll discuss in the next bullet. All right, and lastly, the real reason is that there's lower production compared to demand. 
we're finally going to see a demand higher than it was back in 2019 and 2022. And so we're starting to see the effects of that. Production is nowhere near where it was back in early 2020 before the pandemic occurred. And so we're starting to see oil companies trying to figure out what is the best, um, what, what is the best balance here. Um, we still see these COVID variants, you know, basically they were at Russia, 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 Russia. And in the last two days, you're starting to see COVID come back into the news, but it's also bad oil companies. They're not producing enough oil. So what is it? Do you want them to try to weigh the risk and reward of oversupply um, and then can in, end up back into losing billions? Or are they just supposed to hold off on their CapEx and hold off on their investments, focus on lean operations and try to tamp uh, taper, not taper, but slowly increase production like they've been doing over and, and they've expressed explicitly over the last year. So those are some things that are happening from a production perspective that are definitely having an increase, um, have, have a direct increase on why, or increase, in, direct, <laughs> they have a direct impact on why oil prices are increasing. Now, the last thing is there are some global demand shifts towards uh, in, in government, government restriction standpoint. So you will probably forget this, but back in 2021, uh, not too far along ago, um, the EU proposed that every car by 2035 would be energy basically not using oil and gas. So that's that's pretty huge. Now there are other uses for oil and gas, so it's not like it would alleviate them completely. But the point here is is that you do have legislation both in the U.S. and abroad that does not really indicate that oil and gas has a bright future. So why would you spend a ton of money um, up front? You know these these investments cost billions of dollars. Um, and they're long, they take, take years to pay off. So why would you spend the money now if you're seeing the writing on the wall that government, uh, you know, across the world is starting to try to phase you out? And the last thing is, again, from the CapEx perspective, again, why would you spend that money if, you, if there's uncertainty? You're going to start spending less on CapEx in the future. Um, and those are just towards future, um, future supply. So that could come to bite. The, the world supply in the future um, as we're, you know, again, we're basically coming out and if if electric vehicles doesn't pan out like they believe it will or renewable energy doesn't pan out like we think it will, um, that could have a massive impact if we see these CapEx things start to tamp, taper over the next several years. Um, it, it will cause a problem if, if those things don't work out because we won't have, basically won't have the supply when we need it. So as we worked our way through the iceberg, we really arrived at the real reason. It's basically a simple supply and demand issue, as most things are. Um, and so when people start throwing mud at each other, saying this is the reason why, well, it's, a very, it's usually very simple and much less complex. People just like to have a boogeyman and blame something. They don't like to be nuanced. They don't like, they, they gotta have an enemy. Um, and so again, with this, uh, there's so many, I can get in, way down to the weeds in this, but the problem is, is that people just don't want to be honest about what exactly is causing higher oil and gas prices. And so I felt a necessity to make this video to kind of, uh, just hopefully appeal to some people's, uh, rational selves, uh, and, and hopefully bring out some honesty and logic. So 
Um, hopefully you enjoyed this type of content. I really do, uh, really do like just talking about this kind of stuff. It's, it's, you know, at least it makes sense to me. If you like this type of content, please consider subscribing to videos on personal finance, investing and stock analysis. My name is Frank, Frank Finance. Oh.